The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. On a state championship Thursday, <laughs> it's high noon here inside the SWBC podcast studio. Another edition of Mix Shots. Bill Jones, Everson Walls, Mickey Spagnola, who once upon a time says he was a part of a state championship tennis team in high school. No, I did not say oh, that. I was going to say I don't You watched it. your high school tennis team it. win state. <laughs> no, Something like I did that. not say that. I okay. said we went to state. You went to state. You didn't win state. Okay. They went to watch state. And that's right. They went to watch it. They just played. That's right. And our state championship games being played at AT&T Stadium today, tomorrow, and the next day. I understand Refugio is behind right now. Refugio. Oh, no. Not Refugio. <laughs> not Refugio. Yes. Refugio from down <laughs> south. That's not six-man football? No, no. It's 11-man now. Oh, okay. Six-man was yesterday. All right. Mm. All right, and there are more than six men on the football field right now. The Cowboys practicing outdoors today, and it's a big practice, too. 12.05. Unfortunately, we're in here. We need to be outside. <laughs> Unfortunately. Well, come on, man. We're bringing it to the people. <laughs> no, right. we need to be outdoors. <laughs> no, the good news is that at 12.15, we will have a break, and that's then right. Mickey will go spy on practice and, and see watch who's stretch. lining up at right tackle. <laughs> yeah, you'll go watch them stretch. I'll go watch them stretch. <laughs> Let's go watch him warm up. You think that the uh, who's playing right tackle is going to be determined by practice reps? Yes. It should be. <laughs> That's why. I think the head coach <laughs> has said that for three days, right? <laughs> we follow the practice reps. So we'll see how that goes. They have many alternatives, but I still think the simplest one is get ready Tyron Smith to play right tackle. That's it. That's what you're voting for. That's what I'm voting for. In Jacksonville on Sunday? Uh, for or... a couple series. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. but get, let him get his legs underneath him, and then maybe for uh, Philadelphia on Christmas Eve. Do you think that when they walk out there, the media, they will see him at right tackle? That's the question. <laughs> they probably won't do anything to uh, expose what they're doing That's at right, right tackle. They'll wait until they're gone. He'll be they... on the ropes with Britt up until we <laughs> yeah, right. right, exactly. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So the plan – okay, let's let's get beyond Sunday. All right. Let's get beyond even Christmas Eve. Let's get to the playoffs. And it, assuming everyone is healthy, what is your uh, tackle situation in the playoffs? Who's playing left tackle? Who's playing right tackle? Who's playing left guard? We're going to assume Biotish and Martin are at center and right mm-hmm. guard. Okay, who are who's playing that f- after the after the Cowboys earn the first round by the divisional playoff round of the playoffs? <laughs> <laughs> I love it because I'm still on that bandwagon. Yeah, buddy, me got too. a lot of winning yeah. to do to get there. It's got to okay. win, just right. win, just got to win, just win, right? You explained it yesterday. Just win, and that means you beat the Eagles, mm-hmm. and then have the Eagles lose one game, and you're in, and be on the roll going mm-hmm. in. I see no reason why to upset the entire offensive line to get one guy on the field. 
So to me, one guy meaning who? Tyron Smith. He's not just one guy. He's two. He's big as two. <laughs> but he's <laughs> but he's also the guy. You know, if you were just talking about another offensive right. line, I got you. Yeah, but you've won ten games with Tyler Smith playing left tackle. So just put Tyron at right tackle. It seems simple to me. Because if you put him at left tackle, then you're putting Tyler Smith at left guard. And then, and then you got Jason Peters at right tackle with Josh Ball. Yeah. No, Tyron Smith is at <laughs> No, no, right no. I'm saying if you, if yes. you, because oh, yeah. if you, you put Tyron Smith you. at left tackle, mm-hmm. then you're A making all those other moves. Yeah. yeah. It got too many moves to make. So just simplify it to me. Now, I, I'm not watching all the practice and the reps and grading film, but. Um, you know, will will Tyron Smith make that big of a difference at left tackle? Has Tyler Smith ever played right tackle? No, I don't think so. I think he was left. That's tackle That's why they, he's college. been a strictly a left side player. Yeah. This year, that's why they kept him on the left side. Yeah. Just whether it's playing left tackle or left guard. Uh, and well, he's, he, was, he's, he's not an old dog yet. Can no. you teach him some new tricks? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, he's old now in the NFL. He's got 13 games under his belt, right? Because if you do it the other way, then who's playing right tackle? It's either Jason Peters Peter. or Josh Ball or a combination there. Yeah, I don't know that you want. Aviante Collins was active last game. Yeah. And so Ty- Tyron is of the mindset just put me anywhere. I and think I'm so. Ball. I don't think so he no handled it as a 20-year-old rookie. I don't think he'd come in and say, no, I'm left tackle. So it hadn't been posed to him yet. I bet they I, talked I, I, I about say, it. I, I thought maybe someone would come out and ask him already. Well, you don't ask Tyron Smith. <laughs> we talked about from that our, last from week. Our, from <laughs> our standpoint. You only, well, maybe you can ask only the coach if, if, he, if the coach has talked to him. Only Tyron if Tyron it. offers it will it get. <laughs> you'll, get a grunt, you'll get a grunt, right? Stoic was the word that was used in the press conference. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, really? Yeah. Well, Todd Archer asked the question about it. He I, described him as stoic. Stoic. Yeah. So that he said, Todd said he's he's uh, shall I say stoic, and um, so we, he's not. He doesn't say much to us. Uh, how excited is he to get back? Oh, I'm I'm sure he'll smile and say, Yeah, really. Yeah. That know. means he's excited. Man of few yeah. words. Uh-huh. That's right. Gentle giant. And it's okay as long as he plays the way he plays, mm-hmm. right? I'm going to find that video of him dancing one of these days. And Mike McCarthy said he that he's got the perfect PR uh, yeah. stance. You know, he th- does a great job handling PR. I just don't know <laughs> that you want a 40-year-old tackle that hasn't played all that many snaps this year suddenly starting and playing – a hundred percent of the snaps at right tackle, mm-hmm. and that means sixty to seventy a game. I just I don't see it. Me, they might. So then on different. Sunday, if Tyron is available to play, if he is active, I mean, if he is active and playing in the game, you anticipate that he would be starting at right tackle? No, not necessarily. Okay. He, I mean, if McCarthy says we're following our practice reps he said he needs a couple practices in pads today will be the first one next week would be the second one if indeed they're in pads because it's a saturday game right that's right and he might back off and say no i got to get my guy's legs underneath me right um 
And then the problem is, and then maybe one padded before you go play Tennessee on Thursday night? Mm-hmm. Or is that, a, you know, considered another short week? It is a short week. Yeah. Yeah. Saturday. So even it's shorter than Saturday. next week. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I just – just judging the way they've done previously and not knowing what they've, you know, doing, uh, usually guys need two weeks of practice – uh, in in practices with pads before they play a game, after being out for a, I mean look look how they treated uh, Michael Gallup right that was almost three weeks right I think he used all his ramp up before, and then the other thing is when you activate them you got to cut somebody probably because they just signed a cornerback uh to the roster or waiver claim waiver claim i should say travion trayvon uh, mullen trayvon mullins uh singular mullen mullen yeah. mullen Wh- who's a mullins <laughs> there are many mullins out there that, that's not the it's, it's football usually mullins co- is it the football coach at florida is it mullen mullen yeah he's a singular dan singular. mullen mullen yeah, Both okay. mullen. yeah they're not related yeah yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> I, I had a feeling that was uh accurate so yeah, you know, you you and and um so you got to you got to find room for guys and now you're cutting somebody. Um you know, and they've got those other corners on the practice squad if any of those kind of show up. I mean, this guy only played 5 games last year. Um Vegas, he had foot injuries. And then he's played. You're talking Trayvon Mullen. Yeah, and then he's played eight games this year. And maybe one of the reasons he got cut was he wasn't starting. They when they traded for him, uh, they gave up a seventh that can become a sixth after if he plays ten games. They cut him after eight. So maybe they yeah, thought and that. That's a four and nine team that cut him. Yeah, and so, so they're. Arizona. Yeah, they're not going anywhere and might as well protect your hey, draft. I've got to let go by one to 15 team. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't judge the man like that. Okay. No, I, I like can't it. can't get much worse than that. I love the fact that uh, there may be an underlying reason why he was let go yeah. by the Cardinals and maybe not just his play, whatever. It had to do with not giving up uh, can I a seventh a round draft why pick. Why is everybody so dressed or, up today? It's a sixth round. Uh, that's their show. I that's don't know. Their, okay, I'm got, sorry. I didn't mean to If it was yeah. dress up Thursday. Yeah, I, I, we missed it. Well, Bill didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's my dress up day, too. Um, Trayvon Mullen, by the way, another product of Clemson University. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, so correct. now the Cowboys have J. Ron Curse, as well as Mackenzie Alexander, Mackenzie who Alexander. they signed last week to the practice squad, and now the waiver claim of Trayvon Mullen. So they clearly, the, they love Brent Venables' players. Is there an ACC connection? No, I was wondering if that's their entire secondary when they won a <laughs> national championship. You know, or that's, played in it. That's uh, he came into the well. He was at Clemson 2016, 17, and eighteen. So he was a part of two national champion teams. Curse actually was not on. And I got to look up Alexander as well. I think Alexander might was have been on Kurs. maybe on the 2016 team, but Curse was oh, uh, he I, came into the league 2015 or 2015. So. Yeah. I was going to say 2016. So yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, 
you've and got- Mullen. But and the other thing on Mullen, he is a bigger corner. He's six two. Okay. And so and Mackenzie Alexander is that slot guy, uh, 5'11 guy. Yeah, he looked like he was about five eleven, quick footed. Yeah, right, yeah, quick footed. Right. Everything was a quick burst with him. Right. He um, he started thirty one of forty five games in his career, but the majority of those were. Uh, with Vegas, I think his second and third year, maybe. Second round pick, 40th overall by the Raiders. Yeah. Mike Mayock liked him. Yeah, that's why Mike Mayock. <laughs> He's back in the broadcast booth, by the way. He and Herm Edwards. Yeah. Yeah. Herm Edwards, by the way, showed his butt on TV the other day. Oh, yeah? And when I say that, I mean he pretty much showed where his uh, bias lies – Oh. In regards to the Cowboys, Eagles, and who's the better team. And, you know, he was upset about how Cowboys are always talking about how they believe they're going to go to the Super Bowl. And, boy, he really ranted on that one. I hadn't seen him back on TV in a while since he his uh, storied uh, college football coaching career. But he really came up and jumped right into the fray. Do you think these guys actually read stuff? They do not. Or they just have <laughs> they a perception. Do not. They do. Because there's nobody. They have in, a bias. It's not a perception. Just because yeah. those guys in the locker room say, yeah, our goal was to, everybody's goal. Everybody, to go to the Super Bowl, every right? fan says their team's going to the Super yeah. Bowl. That's the way it goes. But they hear but Jerry so unique, say it, and right. then it's like the whole team is right. saying but it. But they'll kiss Jerry's butt when they see him, but they'll dog his product. You know, is anybody going to criticize Mike McCarthy saying, you know, the goal is to win 11 games? I mean, to, you know, when you win 11 games, then you kind of know who you are, mm-hmm. right? Now that it's a 17-game season, right. it used to be 10. And that was the barometer. There's nothing wrong with that. It's amazing. Oh, no, he, he ranted. No, he ranted about Well, how, you realize yeah. that the Cowboys are the upset pick this week. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah? Everybody's, yeah. Because they haven't been get, playing very well. To get upset, yeah. yeah. They have, they've like been Jackson struggling. It's such hope out there for that. Yeah. Hope for it. That's a lot of it, <laughs> it's right? It's hope for it. Ah, see, yeah. you know. What happened to the unbiased opinion? Yeah. You know? Now, okay. Actually, what I'd like to see is how much um, T.Y. Hilton does today. Because mm-hmm. he sounds like he's ready to go. Mm-hmm. Jerry sounded like he was going to hit the ground running. Um, so does he need ramp up, or can they send him out there for a couple plays? Uh, it dawned on me after our show, and stop me if I said this yesterday, because I said it on a radio show, <laughs> that it re- kind of reminded me of what Deshaun Jackson did. Stop. Cow- I did. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. I wanted to make sure. They went deep on him like three times. Uh, and yeah. One of them for a touchdown. And, and yes. one for a what? P.I. There you in the go. End there you go. We so can, can T.Y. Hilton, that's kind of, you know, he doesn't have to play 40 snaps. Just get him out there for 20. Here's what I see with him. And and I'm, someone said it yesterday, and it's exactly what I was thinking. When Amari Cooper came in, it was instant success, instant improvement and connection between he right. and Dak Prescott. Because of the veteran uh, leadership, uh, I'm sorry, the veteran way he carries himself, uh, his ability to run precise routes, knowing exactly where he wants to be, and then you can have those trust of faith throws, as Jerry called it. Uh, in regards to Dak and and, uh, and C.D. Lamb. This guy, T.Y., is that person. Right. In the slot, a smart, smart receiver. Uh, he should bring immediate uh, impact on our third down success. And when you look at 
some of the comments made by his quarterbacks. These are guys that they don't have any loyalty to him anymore. But, uh, God, uh, uh, what's the old man that he just had uh, that with the Colts? Uh, Luck? No, no. Uh, God, I can't believe I can't remember the quarterback. You mean the quarterback? Well, Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers, thank you. Philip Rivers, oh my God, he talked about him so much about what a professional he was, and that is a true yeah. wide receiver. He's a true veteran wide receiver. I think the improvement, and Oliver Luck also said uh, something along the fact of one of the things that he misses about playing with the Colts is playing with T.Y. Hilton. I mean, he just, they just ask him, what, what do you think about him? And this is, these are the comments that came out yesterday. So this is how he's thought of by his peers, guys that owe him nothing anymore. When you look at how Cooper came in and they just immediately had a connection, man, I don't want to jinx it, but I really think that this is the same scenario. Uh, uh, the only difference is, is Cooper was playing the entire season. Yes. This yes. guy hasn't played since last year. And Cooper right. was like seven years younger. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Maybe but, more but, than that. Yeah, eight years. I think he can help him. I I just don't know how quickly, mm-hmm. like how soon you want and, to and put the, him out the other there. thing, I think the, he'll the, be where he needs to be. And that to me is important. Right. But uh, you also want to make sure that he is ready to go. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because at 33 years old, you want him healthy a month from now. Yeah, yes. you don't want the first tackle right. to knock him out for right. four weeks. Or right. just the first time he comes off the yeah. you know, line of scrimmage. Well, just, muscle just, pull and or you've something. seen it. He's a very special receiver. Yes. Everything he does is instinctive. Uh, you talk about getting knocked out and getting hit and things of that nature. He's always been able to ablo- avoid the big blow. Like like Dorsett was able to do at his size, understanding right. his limitations physically, that that's just what they do. They know instinctively how to go into a situation and coming out of it safely. You know, Jerry kind of echoed what you said on Tuesday, saying he's a veteran receiver, so he knows the routes. It's not like they're going to come up with different pass routes, nope. right? Nope. He knows he knows what they they did at the Colts. It's and it's not the, it's that the much com- it's the combination. Here. It's the route right. within the combination. Yeah, he knows he understands the idea of it, you know, the scheme behind it, and that's what you want with a veteran receiver. And I would imagine Dak will have instant trust with him. That's my point. But you don't need him out there for sixty snaps a game. Mm-hmm. You, you know, give him thirty, twenty. Whatever, um, you know, your third receiver. The be- the best, the safest route for, for him to run is a nine. Right? <laughs> yeah. Just go straight. Just go straight. You ain't got a plant or anything. <laughs> Just like Deshaun Jackson, that. right? Oh, here we go. Stop. <laughs> like Bill said it. Stop. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, it's, it's time for you. Yes, you need to go check and see who's playing right take tackle for the Cowboys a this peak. <laughs> a peak oh, my, my with head. a K on the end of it. <laughs> we come back here on Mix Shots. <laughs> the Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, Can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? (sighs) Great job, honey! Oh, Oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? 
Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the Cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back, back, back to mixed shots. K Post Roofing and Waterproofing. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys from corporate homes to your home. Have your roof checked by chance, not by choice. Not by chance. <laughs> Call now. 214-225-4860. KPostCompany.com. There you go. That was very good. Very adequate. Very, very good. Adequate. We won't tell right. his bags. Oh, that. Mickey's back from his peak. We won't tell him. <laughs> from his peak. <laughs> well, oh, what's right. going Mickey. on on that practice field there? A lot of individual drills going on right now with mm-hmm. the offensive lineman, but I did see 71 out there, and he had pads on. Okay. Oh, 71. 77. Lyle okay. Collins is back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So 77's no. out there yeah. with pads on. Pads on. For the first time since whenever. Since he hurt himself. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, I take that back mm. because when they were out there doing stuff before practice, some of the drills he was doing was – with pads, with on. pads on, you yeah. see that, that counts. He wasn't hitting anything. You know, I forgot to look yeah. at him, but I assume so that counts as a padded practice. Yeah. Well, it was a padded <laughs> rehab. Let's put it that way. Well, there He'd you been go. rehabbing in pads. Yeah. By the way, um, our producer Supreme has sent me the uh, college snaps of Tyler Smith. The question was posed last uh, segment mm-hmm. about Tyler Smith. Has he ever played right tackle? In college, he had 1,778 snaps at Tulsa. 1,776 of them were at left tackle, and two were at left guard. Gee, I wonder what the heck happened. Somebody was getting their butt kicked over there on the other side. Hey, Tyler, go handle that for us. No, no, it wasn't the right. It was left guard. The other two was the left guard. He never went to the right side. Never went to the right side. He was a left offensive lineman. And I think he was like a defensive lineman at North Crowley High School. Yeah. So – um, 
it would not be prudent to give him his first snaps. Mm-hmm. That that was never posed. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. Where do we... saw saw this? It was very interesting uh, with uh, Jacksonville. Yes. By the way, five and eight. Yes. Um, Trevor Lawrence has lit up the field in November. Mm-hmm. He's been awfully, awfully good. But what stuck out to me is the Jaguars lead the league with number of times they have shut out the opponent in sacks. Six games, they've given up no sacks. Only 23 total on the season, I think. Four, and they're all for him, by the way, uh, for Lawrence. As a matter of fact, they're tied. They have 23 sacks, and their opponents have 23 sacks. So uh, he has not been sacked all that much, although the Cowboys are you know, better than that. I think Dak's only been sacked uh, nine times, maybe. I wrote it down. Hang on. I figured that they had more sacks on defense than that. Uh, but they haven't. Twenty three. Twenty three. It was it was a tie. They got number one pick in the draft, Trayvon Walker, mm-hmm, who has right. three and a half sacks, I think. So Dak's been sacked nine times, and Cooper Rush was sacked seven times. So their the Cowboy quarterback's been sacked sixteen times. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. That That's is not bad. Really at all. good, especially mm-hmm. when he got forty eight. And by the way, they no longer lead the league because the Eagles have forty nine. Okay. Mm. I love it. It's what happens when you get mm-hmm. shut out. I love it. Ought to make them mad. <laughs> but yeah, I was just reading this stuff about Lawrence, and it was it was pretty interesting. It's last last uh, five games now, is it? He's got uh, ten touchdown passes and no interceptions. So, uh, and I think they are they three and two during that time. He's got six consecutive games with a passing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. He threw for 368 yards, the most by any player in franchise history against the Titans. Now, I don't know if that meant against the Titans or they did it against the Titans. Mm-hmm. Uh, since the month of November, Lawrence ranks first in the NFL in completion percentage, 71.8, second in NFL in passer rating, 111.7, Tied for sixth in passing touchdowns with 10 and ranked seventh in passing yards with 1,362. So they've been throwing the ball pretty well. I've watched them play. And Lawrence, to me, uh, can I call him Sunshine? Sunshine? <laughs> That's what they call him, Sunshine, for some reason. I think it's something to do with the Titans uh, movie with Denzel Washington. But Sunshine himself has really been playing well, I think. Uh, especially depending on, you know, when you look at the team that he's playing with. He's a guy, he reminds me a lot of Joe Burrow, uh, very uh, uh, daring in what he does. Uh He's not afraid. He won't back down from anyone. I don't care if it's getting sacked. I don't care if it's throwing it it into a a tight hole. Uh, He's a guy that I think is is going to warrant uh, extreme – caution against him because he can 
he can blow you out if you're not careful. He's got arm talent. He does, and he gets it out quickly, which is something we just got accustomed to last week. Right. Uh, he's tall. Not. He's definitely taller than the, the, the quarterback that we just went up against. Six six. And he is a dynamic player. Uh, to me, he's a winner. I by, really think he's a winner. And by the way, he'll pull it down and run, yes. too. That's why he reminds me of Joe Burrow, because of that. He's averaging 4.7 uh, yards a carry. Here's another anomaly for them. They have scored 294 points, averaged 22.6 a game. They have given up 294 points. <laughs> oh, God. How does that happen? <laughs> I had to double check. I said, maybe I didn't see it right, right? No, it's 294 and 294. So There's the exact number? Yes. I thought you said 296 and no, 294. No, 294, 294. Wow. So, see, a team like this, I'm, I'm glad that the stats are glaring. Yeah. Because we don't have to worry about, I'm hoping, a letdown. Get, get your attention. Get your attention. And you're going down to Florida. I don't know what the weather is there. But it's always hot and humid. You know, I remember seeing um, down in, in Gainesville when Emmett, Emmett Smith was in college. And his jersey always looked soaked, you know. <laughs> and it wasn't just from him, from his own sweat. It was just from the humidity itself in the, in the city. And so they're going to be tested. They're going to be challenged. And I hope they come in there ready to play in hot weather. Because Plus, that can affect your performance and your me- mentality as well. The Cowboys have never won in Jacksonville. Well, how many times did they play there? Once. Okay. Gerard. <laughs> <laughs> yes. David. D- yes. He beat him. Yeah, number remember, eight. Number I remember eight. being there that day. He, he was a good he played, player. He played like Johnny Unitas in he that game. He was a good player. They mm-hmm. beat yeah. the Cowboys 24 17 in mm-hmm. 2006. Yeah. And the other time they played him, not in Dallas, was in London in 2014. Do we win? Yeah. Okay. No. 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 So we have yeah, never yeah, we won. It says that was the Joseph oh, Randall game. Lo- this was their. What this, year was that? This was their deal. Yes. It, it had an L. What year? Twenty fourteen. Yes, Joseph yeah. Joseph Randall's it game. It was Randall's game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When you say Randall's game, he had a big game against Jacksonville in London. Okay, the only big game of his career, I think. Des Bryant had a, a big quarter, if you remember correctly, in that game. Uh, yes, he had like he had other big quarters in his career. Though. Well, no, he had like the biggest quarter in uh, Cowboys history. I think he had like 185 yards in one quarter. That was the game. And like he, two TDs, I think. That was the game he almost missed because he was almost late for the bus to go to the charter. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> that was the one game. Now you got to pay for you. What if he? <laughs> yeah. What if he would have missed it? He would have had to cover his own way to London. <laughs> the, the bus was leaving for. We had to go through security. In the, it was at the ranch, right, in the cheerleaders' uh, dance room. I remember that. I was staked out outside. We were getting video of the team departing right? to go to London. And uh, whoever, if Brett Kelly or Bill Ellis, my photographer, CBS 11, were sitting there waiting. Why isn't the bus leaving? Uh, and, and then about 30 minutes later. 30 come, minutes. I don't no, know how long it was. No, oh, 15 if, minutes. If, I don't know what it was. We were supposed to depart. Here at, comes Des. We were supposed to depart <laughs> at 4 o'clock, and I think at like 3.58, he pulled into the parking lot, but he had to go through security. Right. See, that makes sense because I was doing live shots outside Valley Ranch that Cowboys are about to depart for London. You see the scene behind me. We don't know why the bus has not left yet. It's breaking news here. Oh, now we figured out why. 
That was when I got moves. caught. With, <laughs> I got caught. Well, not caught, but I was telling a joke because we were go, le, the, we were in London, and I was having problems with my computer, so I had to get another charger. So I was sitting where all the cowboy offices were in this hallway, and uh, we were supposed to get on the bus to leave for practice eleven thirty, and about eleven twenty five. Uh, Broadus calls me and goes, you coming to practice? And I go, yeah. He goes, well, it leaves at 1130. I said, it's 1125. He goes, well, it's almost there. I said, I am on Des Bryant time. Okay. <laughs> 1130 means You are 11 not 30, as important right? as Des Bryant. Said, you better start realizing and, that. And just when I said it, Jason Witt, Jason Garrett comes walking down the hallway. And oh, well, you're good there. Right? Yeah. You're cool. 1130 is 1130. <laughs> By the way, that game against Jacksonville in 2014, Des Bryant had six catches for 158 yards and two touchdowns, both those touchdowns coming in the second quarter of that game. And Joseph Randall had seven carries for 56 yards and a touchdown, including a 40-yard touchdown run. Everson, you asked about the weather in Jacksonville on Sunday. Yes, sir. What would you determine would be, in December, a warm-to-hot day in Jacksonville? Anything over 65 degrees with 80% humidity. Well, you're in luck. Because the high in Jacksonville on Sunday, 57 degrees with a low of 40. It can get cold in Jacksonville. Yes, it can. It's a 1 o'clock start, though, in Jacksonville. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. So, yeah, sometimes late afternoon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anyway. When you're on the water, it gets cold. That's right. That's right. All right, we continue. Can you think you can – is it legal for you to go sneak another peek out there? Okay, he's going to take another peek. Peak. Or I'm acting Peak. like I'm walking to the training table. <laughs> Back in a moment on Mix Shots. Peak. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh. She's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey. Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. 
the official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Back, back to mixed shots. Christmas sip and stroll at the star. Snag your Christmas gifts while enjoying festive sips during the Christmas sip and stroll in the Star District on December 15th. Enjoy your holiday tastings, Christmas music, and photo moments, exclusive shopping offers, complimentary gift customization, carolers, hot cocoa, and much more during our sip and stroll featuring 15-plus participating shops and restaurants. Visit thestardistrict.com to get your tickets. When is that again? That is... December 15th. December 15th. What day is today? December 15th. Today. Today. All right. And what time? It is, it doesn't say. Probably all day long. Yeah. All day. Sip and stroll here at the Star in Frisco. Let's go. What what are they sipping again? Hot, Hot cocoa. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's keep it that way. <laughs> you don't want too much sipping around. All right, uh, Mickey, back with another report from the practice field. I can confirm that Jerry Jones is walking out to practice right now. Is he usually at practice? Yeah, he he comes out every now and then. Okay. When he doesn't have business business. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't recall yeah. seeing him out there. Oh, yeah, he mm-hmm. comes out. Um, so the media was just walking uh, off. And if they were paying attention, uh, the uh, offensive line was still doing some individual drills. But I did see them line up five across, and 77 was at right tackle. Ooh, we got breaking news here. Mm. So they were lined up. Okay. They, so they, they this were, wouldn't be considered no, first reps in it practice. It wasn't team. It was right. against the other offensive line okay. playing the defensive line. Okay. So, yeah, it's not practice. Right. So, and, and, and again, that could be the acclimation period, right, mm-hmm. before they actually get into doing something. So it comes with a major qualifier yes, there. Yes, yes. I don't want anybody to say, oh, breaking news. <laughs> uh, well, I just did breaking news. <laughs> so I'll have to retract get, that get, breaking yeah, news. Get the sounder out there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So do you think that um, what happened and the, the way in which the Cowboys won the game over the Texans last week, um, how does that affect this week's game against Jacksonville as far as their mindset goes? Um, I think you have confidence, but you also realize uh, the urgency. Because if you think about it, to come out with your uh, synopsis there on how they're going to win the East, they can't lose. And I can remember in 93 – when the Cowboys lost the opening two games and then, as defending Super Bowl champs, lost the two games Thanksgiving Day to Miami and the game before. They had four losses, I think, at that point. Um, or one, two, three. Yeah, because they finished 12-4. and four. Jimmy Johnson basically threw down the gauntlet and said, we got to win out. Mm-hmm. We and he worked their tails off uh, to the point, uh, you know, they were nearly exhausted, uh, and they won out. 
and but didn't win out until the final game of the year in overtime against the Giants mm-hmm. to to win the East and get home field advantage. Had they lost that game, they would have been second place and they wouldn't have had home field advantage all the way through. So the gauntlet that Bill threw down is you better go on a what is it, six game winning streak? Seven? How many in a row have they won right now? Said four. Four right now, and you gotta win four more. Right? That means basically yeah, you gotta yeah, win. That's right. What will amount to an eight game win streak to close the season. Which is not easy. No. But, but you're halfway there right now. But you can't get to eight unless you get to five. Mm-hmm. And this is the fifth one. I think they understand the significance. I think people are overreacting with all this yeah, upset special Jaguars over the Cowboys. And they're going to have to play because I are. think they're going to get a really good test from Jacksonville. Anytime the Cowboys come in, they're getting right? a good this test. Is, if they're five Especially and against a talented team if like If they this. don't win out, they're not getting into the playoffs. Yes. Right? Because uh, there's one, two, I think there's like four teams. Hang on. One, two, three. There's three teams at seven and six ahead of them. New England right now, uh, by however tiebreakers they've used, mm-hmm. would be the seventh seed uh, at seven and six. And then the Chargers are seven and six, and the Jets are seven and six. And then Jacksonville, Vegas, Cleveland, and Pittsburgh are all five and eight. So they understand the significance of every game they play going forward. Yeah, this is. Uh... So you're going to get their best shot. Well, Bill was asking about what did this this last game do for us. Well, first of all, to put things into perspective, it lets you know you're not you know you're not all that you thought you were. And the second thing is, you have an offense. Really, you have a team that when they put their mind to it, they can win any game that they want to win. When they put their mind to it, they made the stops that need to be made. Not just one time; they did it twice. When it came down to it, and not only that, they topped it off with a 98-yard game-winning drive. They need to go. They need to go back to that mindset. Okay, I don't know how. I don't care how they practice, but they need to go back to that mindset of being able to win no matter what the situation. And I'm not talking about impossible tasks. I mean, put yourself in position to have that opportunity and then take advantage of it. Happens every week. You know, you got a, a quarterback sitting back there. He can't do anything. His defense gives him a spark. He takes it at the end of the game. Game over. Now, I don't know how many game-winning drives Dak Prescott has. 18. And compare that to who? I mean, what Tony Romo leads with 24. Okay, so I mean, and Ro- I mean in the Cowboys. Yeah, I don't mean history. in the Cowboys. I mean in regards oh, to in the rest of the league. Yeah, yeah. Because I, they talk about how you know we need this more from Dak. If I recall. Uh, at one point, Dak uh, had better passes under pressure uh, than any quarterback, and he had a once again. You've got the at that time 17 uh, game-winning drives, and not to mention just the game-winning drives, guys. What about just go-ahead drives where the defense eventually gave it up in the end? See what I'm saying? Get, uh, go-ahead drives also are important because those, of course, are potential game-winning drives. So you have to look at how many times Dak did that as well. So, and I, mean, I don't mean just Dak, but I mean offensively. And when he was able to do that, when they were able to do that, they had an entirely different wide receiver crew. So it's a matter of trust when it comes down to doing that in the past. Now he has to trust the wide receivers that he have right now. 
This team has to trust the offensive line, the running game, the execution down the stretch. You can say what you want about quarterback, wide receiver, but the entire team has to execute to, to have a game-winning drive or to have a go-ahead drive. So it's all about the team. I keep on mentioning Dak. And I'm trying to correct myself because it's all about the, the rest of the team coming along and being, making a unified effort. So here's your, your list. His game-winning drives 2016 through 2022. I mentioned it was 18. Uh, he's tied for seventh most in that time period. Mm-hmm. Derek Carr has 28, Matthew Stafford 22, Kirk Cousins 22, Russell Wilson 21, Roethlisberger 20, and Ryan Tannehill 19. Mm-hmm. But this is his rookie year. Yeah, it starts with so. And if you're not trailing a lot, you don't have more. There you go. There mm-hmm. you go. There you go. So anyway, there's what you were looking for. Here's the other thing on Jacksonville. Uh, you mentioned their playoff scenario from a wild card, but yeah. really their best chance of yes. making the playoffs is winning the division. They right. just beat Tennessee on the road. If they can beat the Cowboys, Tennessee's playing at the Chargers this week, and the Chargers have a good chance of winning that game. Yeah, they can be if they beat the Cowboys, they're one game back of the Titans for the division lead with three games to go, and they finish the season at home against Tennessee, which and and the and Tennessee has to play Dallas two weeks from now also. And so they can even stub their toe right? Uh, and still be in a position. If they're a game behind Tennessee going into that last game of the season, if they beat Tennessee, they win the division because they've got the tiebreaker. And the game's at Jacksonville. Oh, it's in Jacksonville. Yes, they just beat them last week right. by two touchdowns in Tennessee. Right. So, so they, yeah. They're, they're thinking playoffs. Right, absolutely. <laughs> so those other seven and six teams ahead of them don't matter. The only one that matters. They, they got their focused on that division. Is, uh, right. is Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And and as we've seen here of late with Tennessee, they ain't all that. They mm-hmm. are not. That's oh, right. What happened to those guys? Yep. Yeah. So very interesting. I think Nate in Frisco is ready to come into the studio here. <laughs> is it time here. for his show? Yeah, it's almost time. time all right. And we're out of time on this edition of Mix Shots. And we will shout at you again tomorrow. Go Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!